Welcome to the, 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 the episode 234, recorded on the 13th of June 2019. And on tonight's episode, we're going to discuss the rest of E3 and were the guys' predictions pro- right? Well, only one way to find out. Jesse, cue that music. That's you, Gary. Yes, we are here again. I have no idea what's going on. That that intro was totally thrown off then. But it's been a while since I've been here. But we're back and I've missed all the prediction shows and stuff. We're going to be talking about those tonight. And joining us is Mr. Timothy Hall. Howdy. They they can't hear a wave. I know they can't. But those who are watching on YouTube can see me wave. Hi everybody, how's it going? How y'all doing? <laughs> and also, as usual, Mr. Jesse Wallach, how's things? Things, uh, I am exhausted. It's in a, probably just as exhausted as I remember being at the end of E3 eight years ago when I was there. And this is because I've had, you know, a little bit of a lack of sleep because my wife hasn't been home, so the dog needs to wake me up when, she, when he wants to go out. So he's waking me up after like four hours of sleep. I'm like, oh. And then, you know, doing all this. More, I'm probably putting more effort into E3 stuff than I would in my, if I was working my normal job on this side. <laughs> so yeah, it's I, I am drained. So I'm going to be resting tomorrow. Well, and speaking of E3, should we get on with talking about what happened on everybody else's briefings? Sure. Let me find some music. Right, so we all know what happened in the Nintendo one, and we've already had a podcast about that, and it was it was mind blowingly awesome. But we started off E3 with the Microsoft event, and there was some Nintendo goodness in there. Whether they said it or not, there was a few things that came. So, Jesse, do you want to talk about Microsoft for a little while? Sure. So, you know, as I mentioned on Tuesday, I took pretty detailed notes on every press event, you know, every all of their announcements, and then I whittled down the ones that only cared about Nintendo. So, Microsoft has... I put. I saved three bullets, two uh, two games, and then something that might be relevant in the future. So, Minecraft Dungeons was announced from Mojang. It looks like a Diablo-ish dungeony crawly game using Minecraft voxel graphics. It could be uh, played uh, four-player co-op, and will be releasing in the spring. Yeah, and it's interesting that they didn't actually say anything about the Switch during this because they did with the play, um, to play together update. Was it a couple of years back? Right. Well, um, I'm still I'm not surprised. The, everything that was confirmed for Switch was confirmed kind of after the fact yeah. by other people digging into it. They didn't specifically mention the Switch any at any point during the show, and um, Cause it, I wouldn't have expected is- them to. The reason why I'm surprised is uh, I was expect I would expect this to be cross-play just because of uh, you know it, it is a bit of an in thing at the minute and especially with Minecraft. They didn't uh, mention anything about cross-play. No, so. I was going to say I haven't heard anything about cross-play at all. But uh, Minecraft Dungeons looks pretty cool. It's a uh, very very Diablo looking. 
Um, yeah, that got confirmed just after Microsoft's, I believe. Oh, it, we, we knew it was coming for Switch at, even while the Microsoft event was going on. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. the, 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 the games that were, you know, possibly switchable were pretty, it, it was no, it was confirmed relatively quickly. Uh, oh, I, I like that phrase. We're calling that phrase. That's TM now. Possibly switchable. <laughs> I got to remember to save that clip. Yeah, so from, from <laughs> or, now on, next E3, we're going to have a possibly switchable rundown. <laughs> and another game which was confirmed afterwards as well was Lego Star Wars, the Star War, the Skywalker Saga. Now, the Lego games normally do come to the Nintendo systems anyway. Uh, I believe they sell marginally better on the uh, Nintendo systems with what I've heard. Um, don't know how true or not that is, but this looks this looks pretty cool. Um, definitely one to play with the kids. Um, it, I, I've seen it in your notes. It says IGN confirms that it's been announced for Nintendo Switch. That's pretty interesting that it's IGN that broke that news. Yeah, well, yeah. This one originally, I said, not confirmed for Switch, but highly possible. And then IGN confirmed it like two hours later. So that's why I, I gave them credit for that. <laughs> so, Tim, are you a fan of the Lego games at all? Yes, yeah, this this household is definitely. In fact, we bought uh, the Force Awakens Lego game when that came out, but bought it for the PS4 so the family could play it. And we were actually looking forward to the Last Jedi version, thinking that was going to come out, but didn't see it. And this explains why. So I'm excited that it's going to be all rolled into one, and especially for my younger kids who are uh, 14 and 11 who didn't play the first, you know, Star Wars Lego games, say, on the DS or any other systems when those came out. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting the the saga, Skywalker saga, when it comes out. Yeah, I I played, like, the early Star Wars Lego games, like, on the PS2 with my son when when he was like five or six years old and uh yeah he he got he learned how to buy things and the first thing i wanted to buy was the invincibility one for a million bits and he'd <laughs> always buy all the other upgrades first so of course the invincibility <laughs> was the last one we got <laughs> yeah. so i but, think this one might might actually be my first venture into a, a lego game properly um I haven't been much of a fan of them, but my daughter's the age where I think she'll actually really enjoy this. Um, but they've always been fun family games. Yes. And uh, one of the rumors before we were going in was that uh, Xbox was going to bring Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch. That didn't happen. It didn't get confirmed. But uh, Game Pass was a big, big part of Xbox's presentation. So do you guys actually think that there's still a chance that... Uh, that we'll see that at all. I think it might be something in the future, especially when XCloud gets in more uh, closer to release and we get more information about that. I added that into the notes here because they mentioned Xbox Game Pass for PC. So mm-hmm. someone can now buy Game Pass without owning Xbox hardware for the first time. So because of that, that opens the door that possibly other forms of hardware could be included in the future. Well, and they also had on that same list, They not only did they say Xbox Game Pass for PC, but they said Xbox Game Pass for console, which mm-hmm. was very interesting because they just said console, not necessarily Xbox Game Pass for Xbox. You know, it was just 
Xbox Game Pass right. console. Right, because, again, they wouldn't want to use the PlayStation word or the Switch word. Right. So they're kind of gen- keeping it generic. So they haven't said, no, that's not happening. That's that's the news here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, one of the arguments I've seen online is that um, why would they bring all their best games basically to a rival platform? But I, I kind of disagree with that because the Xbox and the Switch are so far removed from each other that there is there is a way of still making both ecosystems work, I think. And, I think so. Uh, it's, it's quite apparent that Xbox's software department are running as a software department. I mean, we're getting Xbox games frequently now, as it seems. So uh, I think it's still a possibility. I think it's it's just really is down to the business side of things and probably more marketing than anything. Is it wise to have um, the Xbox, all the Xbox games, pretty much on uh, on the Switch? It's it's one of those things that we'll just have to wait and see. But streaming is becoming a very big part of of gaming now with Stadia, you know, X Clouds coming, stuff like that. Maybe we could see it all then. Yeah, and you know, yeah. The last year the Xbox mentioned that they were buying up more studios to have more internal teams and they announced that double fine has been acquired so you know they're they're, they're currently working on psychonauts 2 and they they also well that's not coming to switch at least not yet we don't know but they said that any previous promise for for other systems will still be honored even though microsoft mm-hmm. now owns them yeah, it's you know uh, the, the rumors of a switch revision, which which obviously got shut down before E3. I think if anything needs to happen, it needs better internet capabilities because uh, if I go into any other room, I can't even watch a video on the eShop. So I think that uh, I think that that would need to improve before we get any sort of streaming fully functional on the Switch. Um, well, Nintendo always looks for something that's accessible for everyone, right? So I think yeah. uh, if they do dive into that, they would want to make it something that's accessible for everybody. And and I think also with all the restrictions we have here in the U.S., I don't know if it's the same for the U.K. I know it's not the same for Japan, but the the uh, um, restrictions as far as how much you, data you use, you know, per month. Is it has been a big topic here? So, where you know, yes, if you could get Stadia, but it you'll probably go through all your data before the month's out, you know. So <laughs> yeah, that's really not an issue here at all. Most, yeah. most broadband most broadband providers are just uh, unlimited, or at least the ones that I've looked at anyway. Um, I know mine's mine for sure is unlimited fiber optic broadband. So, um, which is all cool if you got a PC that works well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. I've got unlimited bandwidth with fiber, and I know there are some areas that do have 150, 250 gig caps. So yeah. they're so the caps are the, the issue, definitely. Especially if they want to go 4K streaming, because that'll suck up all the bandwidth very yeah. fast. And so maybe yeah. when 5G gets opened up here and they get rid of some of those caps, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people think adding 5G will make more, have more, give them a reason to add more caps. Yeah. Because my cellular company actually, you know, you know, I go through Sprint and the plan I have is unlimited data, but I have heard of other plans have unlimited data in the form of 
you have 10 gigs. After that, we slow you down. So they won't stop you, but you, you're, you're at a crawl. So depends on who, who you're yeah. getting service from. So there you go. When 5G starts, Jesse's going back to dial-up. And so- <laughs> yeah, EBSIL says that Charter and AT&T in his area do have capped internet unless you go TV through them, then it's unlimited. Okay. So bundle. Good to know. Bundle. <laughs> they always want to bundle it. And that's where they and before, are nickel and dime yeah. Gary, before it sounds like you're going to move on to Bethesda, I wanted to um, bring up, since it was brought up here in the Microsoft event, and also since we didn't bring up EA too much because they're EA and they don't bring too much to Switch anyways. Well, that They didn't have their own show. They did, they did like treehouse type weekend. of events that yeah. I didn't pay attention to because <laughs> <laughs> we are getting FIFA and stuff, but this is the one I'm really excited for. It's coming Star the, Wars, Star Wars game, the, the Jedi Fallen Cause again, Order because people can hear that. <laughs> yes, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, I could see you guys, you can see me, but I forgot. Yes, Star Wars is what I'm looking forward to. Jedi Fallen Order. So yeah. Uh, it- it's you know I, I normally watch the majority of uh, E3 when I can. Um, EA is normally one I manage to catch, and my prediction every year for them was somebody will walk very slowly from one side of the stage to the other, saying that this is the most powerful game they've created, and will try and avoid all mention of the microtransactions that are hideously going to riddle its launch date. So uh, that prediction couldn't come true this year, but I'm guessing some of those games are still going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they, Somebody, they specifically called out that there's no none of the, that in Star Wars. So yeah, I, I did hear that actually. That's a, that's a good move by them. But hopefully, EA will support. I wouldn't surprise me if that was mandated by Disney. Right, yeah, based on what <laughs> happened last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Disney probably. Uh, had some words. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to Bethesda. And uh, a game that I've been playing at the moment is Skyrim. I can't get enough of it. I want more Elder Scrolls. And I was so close to buying an Xbox because they were in uh, deals just for uh, just for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, but we, we did hear some news of an Elder Scrolls game coming to Switch. Um, as the guys said on stage, the Switch Blades version, which, uh, <laughs> which, which was kind of strange. But Elder Scrolls Blades... Uh, so this is actually already out on mobile, and Tim, you said you played a little bit of this. So do you want to talk about this for a second? Yeah, sure. Um, I did play it a little bit, and I had to stop because at the time I was thinking, you know, I, I knew it was coming out for the Switch because they had mentioned it last year that it would be. Um, so I just wanted to try it out on mobile, see what it was like, and I was interested in it. It seemed like a later version of uh, Skyrim, and. Um, then I found out this year when they were talking about Elder Scrolls here at the Bethesda event that it would, that you can play, continue to play on the mobile device your game. And then when it comes out on the Switch, you can continue your game on the Switch, which I thought was really cool. So I haven't dove back into it yet, but still on my phone and I'm going to be diving into it for sure. So they've added a few things to this version as well. It's not the same as the mobile um, as it is now, or at least I don't think they've upgraded the mobile version, but they've added new jobs, solo arenas, custom jewelry, which which I don't know if you guys watched the Bethesda event, but there was so much cheering going on <laughs> over everything. And I'm excited for other people that are excited, but custom jewelry was a, 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 
one of those um, things where people got really excited for. <laughs> yeah, I, quite, well, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> it might have been in part of the pre and post show talk on Tuesday, but we, we got some inside baseball on that Bethesda event. Because yeah. I made a comment on Twitter, there doesn't look like there's any journalists in here at all. And yeah. found out they weren't there. They were in a different room doing journalism stuff, watching the event in a different room. So they were keeping the people who were hooting and hollering up in front. Oh, yeah. Well, so, that makes sense, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all remember the Switch's original um, Japanese event, right? Yeah. Which was the complete opposite to that. They, they, they said the most exciting news, and there was silence. It was so weird. <laughs> uh, but another thing they added is a, a new Dragon Quest line. Um, it says launches tonight on this, but I take it that's for the mobile update. And yeah, as, as we said, it was announced for Switch. The one, the one takeaway from this um, announcement is I didn't see them playing with any normal buttons on the Switch. I only saw motion controls. And that's kind of got me a little bit worried. Because as much as as much as I like the idea of this game coming to Switch, and I, I don't mind mobile games as long as they're decent ones, um, playing with the motion controls only in this game is a little bit terrifying. That's interesting because I just took it as just it was an add-on, kind of like they did with Skyrim, probably just yeah. bringing over the same type of thing. So that's interesting that you took it that way. I, I don't know if you guys tried the motion controls on Skyrim. It wasn't the most. Wasn't not, the best no. examples of motion control, should we say? But the Nintendo Switch version is coming fall 2019, and we are joined by someone else at the minute, Mr. Zach Erickson. Yeah, that, you sound like garbage. <laughs> sound like garbage. That sounds oh, better. What about now? That there sounds we better. Go. See, you just gotta you gotta give Skype a chance, Jesse. You gotta let it adjust to the call. I don't know. Am I sounding okay? You sound great. Now. Yeah, you sound great okay. now. Mm. It's been five years and Skype finally works. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I believe you that it's working. How's it going, everyone? We're all good. I'm Long good. time no it's yeah, it's been a while since I've done no podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited to. I'm excited to. <laughs> no, I'm excited. No. Uh, I yeah, I'm excited. You can to, both be uh, excited. That's okay. <laughs> there's not enough excitement to go around. Everyone, we have to share our excitement. All right. So, what what we'll do is we'll quickly get through the rest of um, E3, and then uh, Zach will come to you to talk about how you felt about E3. Sure. That's yeah. cool. That sounds great. Okay. So, so we're still on Bethesda at the minute. We've got Wolfenstein Youngblood. We'll try and fly through these a little bit now. Uh, it's got two-player co-op, and it is confirmed for Nintendo Switch on July 26th, 2019. So you guys looking forward to this one at all? Anybody play the other Wolfenstein? I played part of it, but it was... Uh, I feel like it had been too soon after I had played uh, Doom, and so I was kind of like, mm, more of this, meh. But yeah. and as you know, I don't like these type of games. Pow 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 pow. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. The, I really like the look of this. Uh, but I did buy Doom and got to the title screen and then turned it off. Uh, I never actually played the game, so I've owned that since release, but uh, not got stuck into it. So I probably won't be buying uh, Wolfenstein um, just because I've got a hideous backlog at the minute. 
But speaking of Doom, Doom Eternal as well. It was already previously uh, confirmed for Switch, uh, but that's coming out as well. Uh, we got a date then here as November 22nd, 2019. Um, again, Doom, Doom seemed to be one of the um, su- uh, port success stories, should we say. Um, they did a, an incredible job of porting it over. Um, so more Doom. We can't go wrong there, can we? And Did he just oh, freeze up? Oh, oh, good. That was just him. <laughs> it's like, no, I've been on this oh, show no. for like two minutes. The internet gods. I think, uh, his laptop probably blew up again. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, his laptop likes to blue screen in mid show. Remember when we remember back in the good old days, Jesse, when uh, that would happen to my computer just randomly? That was good times. Yeah. My computer I feel would like just, it's just overheat and just shut down at mid recording. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I feel like it's just a rite of passage. You just kind of got to do it. Right. All right. So we'll move on while he figures things out on his side. So Sunday night was the Devolver Digital event. That was weird. Was that the? uh, Was that's different than limited runs, right? That's yes. Yeah. Okay. It was like a their own direct. They were kind of making fun of uh, how everybody's going with their own directs type thing. Mm. So. They they came up with their own by doing like a what it looked like to me like a RoboCop thing where they brought this person back to life and well they were in were, her head in her head yeah so so it was a virtual direct yeah oh, okay. didn't nice. you know, so they set up a virtual stage so she can do her presentation not on a real stage it was weird yes. anyway, so it was, it was very story driven so that was <laughs> I got four bullets on this one I think Gary's back. Bullet, 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 bullet. Yeah, I, I'm back. My PC died. Uh, yeah. I've lost. I've lost show notes. So okay, <laughs> flying, flying in the wind. I don't know. What that yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. I feel like that rogue uh, pilot in the in the World War One um, films. Oh, I'm down the com- the compass. I, I've got no navigation. <laughs> we got we got no radar. We're flying blind. <laughs> Open your eyes, then. Okay, uh, so I had four bullets from the Devolver Digital. The first one is Carrion, which looks interesting. Uh, it's they could just they just call it or uh, a reverse horror game because you play the monster and you you spook the NPCs. Cool. Yes. Yeah, it's like a big blob type thing that stretches out. It kind of reminded me of Carnage in a way from Spider-Man comics. Yeah, kind of like a tentacle blob. Yeah, and you're just going through the the rooms and the hallways yeah, it, and the stairs. They, they said it's cool. releasing on PCs and consoles, so Switch isn't confirmed. But it's a of all the other games that might be, I think this one had the best chance, just because it, it uses a simplified art style that it's I pixelated. Would, yeah, I would not think the Switch would have a problem with it. Devolver Digital normally supports Switch as well. Like the majority yeah. of their games come to Switch, so it's it's kind of a given, I think, that it would come out. Yeah, and then and there's an update to the Messenger, one of their other games, adding a something they call Picnic Panic. It's a free DLC that'll come out on July 11th. And mm-hmm. Evil Cell asks, "Is it switchable?" So I, th- I think that's the title of our show. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Uh, my friend Pedro was uh, touched on a little bit with a 
release date of June 20, which we already knew. So that's not really a big surprise. That game, that yeah. I remember like some buzz around that at the time. Like, is that something that people are looking forward to? Or I am totally looking forward to that. People are. I'm not, but uh, people yes. are. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse never shooter. really looks forward to anything, though. Like, that's okay. <laughs> the ballet shooter. Why wouldn't you? He's not it? wrong. I've, I've, I've actually played my friend Pedro. Uh, yeah. I played it at EGX Rest. I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I felt that the controls were really hard to get into, really sort of clunky. Um, but of course, but they could have cleaned you, some of that up in the final build too. So yeah, and as soon but as soon as you get into them and you know what you're doing, you can do some crazy, crazy stuff on there. Like I saw people kicking frying pans up into the air, then shooting bullets off the frying pans to get enemies what? that were like the other side of a barrier. So it does. It does look cool. Um, I'd like to give it another shot, but uh, I don't know. It depends on the price. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, it's got a Deadpool feel to it too. In a way, it seems um, like. Let me check. Let me check for the price real quick. That. It might be up. So actually, yeah, it was. I think I pre-ordered it. Pre-purchased it. Uh, it's so. nor- normal price is twenty, but you, you can buy it pre-purchase for seventeen. You know, this is U.S. dollars, so going into pounds, like you know, I, I don't know how it how it, that adjusts, but mm. so, cool. Yep. And I'm excited because it's coming out on my birthday, so it's a good birthday gift. Okay. And, <laughs> there you go. Then the last bullet I I wrote down because of Marty, but he's not here. They are making an Enter the Gungeon arcade cabinet. What? Yeah. <laughs> It'll Wait, be, a light gun game? Yeah, it's a light gun oh. game, uh, two-player co-op, uh, re- releasing in arcades next year. Oh, yep. that's ridiculous! I love that. I love that game. If I, the, if anybody is like longtime uh, listeners to the show, Enter the Gungeon is about the only game I played for about six months <laughs> at one point. So, yeah, you my little Marty brother. Both. <laughs> My little brother's crazy on it as well. He's put like 150 odd hours into it. And uh, I, I see a bunch of people playing it, so I got it. And I, I'm not so much of a fan of that one. you gotta, uh, you got to push through and get good is the problem. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of roguelikes in general, so I don't know. you, you got to get the bullets that shoot bullets that then respawn other bullets. Then you'll be yeah. good. Oh, there is a gun. There is a gun that literally, when you shoot it, it just goes bullet, 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 bullet. <laughs> That's, great. That's awesome. Bulletception. Oh my so, gosh, uh, this light gun cabinet is totally doomed, dude. I want this game on Switch. Oh yes. my gosh. That's great. So, just do the like tilt controls or whatever for the reticle. That'd be oh. Sign me so up. The, the, there was another Enter the Gungeon named as well, wasn't there? Because there was a Devolver Bootlegs. Did you talk about that already? I didn't, uh, because I, I don't think that was coming game. to Switch. That was a yeah, yeah. It's it's. I like the idea of this, and I really hope it does come to Switch because basically they've ripped off their own games. It's like a collection of mini versions of their own games, except they're the, the sort that you'd get from one of those dodgy markets abroad. Yeah. Um, so instead of Enter the Instead of Enter the Gungeon, you got Enter the Dungeon on there. And I just love the idea of that. I, the I names like are the, funny too, yes. I mean, uh, more companies should do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, just imagine if uh, if if Nintendo did that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Legend of, Le- the Legend of Hilda. Yeah. Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's available to buy on Steam. Normal price, 
$4.99. You can, a special promotion offer ends June 16th for 1% off. You get it for $4.94. <laughs> so it's just stupid on top of stupid on this. You know, Devolver Digital are quickly becoming one of the like really major publishing houses for, for indie games, if not the major publishing now. Yeah. But their, their humor is so, so spot on that that 1% thing really does not surprise me at the slightest. <laughs> right. That's okay. So then Monday morning it opened up with the PC gaming show. There was, you know, most, most of it. Didn't, didn't really matter to us. There was a few indie titles mentioned that we, I think, all have been confirmed for Switch. The first is Mutant Year Zero, Seed of Evil. The problem is this has been now most of a week, and I don't remember most of any of these anymore. The Turok uh, games are coming out physical. I didn't know that Turok 2 was coming to the Switch, because I, I, I got Turok 1 when it came well, out. Well, that, we'll get there. That's limi- that, That's limited games. Oh, is it, am I? Am I for? Okay, my bad. You're further ahead. Jeez, <laughs> come on, man. No, just kidding. Yeah. So, the, the, so I don't remember what that game is at all. It's coming out July 30th. Uh, Conan Chop Chop was apparently a joke game that they now turned real. Uh, you take Conan the Barbarian and chibi it. it. I think nice. September 3rd. Um, Mega Dragon, maybe if we remember. Uh, okay, Chris Tales for 2020. That looks cool. This is one I'm looking forward to. It looks like a RPG-ish game where you are able to control things in the past and the present, and it'll affect things in the future. So it's like you know, time travely thing. When when this, my daughter was behind me when that trailer aired and she goes that looks cool a really nice looking art style and we didn't know it was coming to switch yet and then it was announced later it is coming to switch so we're we're both looking into that we're gonna look into that one so it's got timey wimey stuff that's cool yeah <laughs> like the past is looks like it's in the like the 30s or 40s and then the current you know the current present is like now you know early okay. 21st century and then the future is I'm not sure where the future is, but, but anyone else have any comments on that one? Nope. Nope. Okay. I didn't. I, this is one I actually didn't see. It was the PC gaming oh. show event. I didn't even okay. look at this one. Okay. The next is Val Again, I don't remember anything about this game anymore coming out this year. An update to Warframe. They're calling Imperion. They, it was a minor reveal. They're going to do a full reveal on July 6th. So that's not out yet. And we don't know when it will be. But then the last what, is, game, what kind of a game is Warframe? I like this. The, like, I know this is maybe a question of like, like, is it, I, I know that it's free. And so I, I'm curious if I need to care about this game. Warframe on the switch. Yeah. That was uh, something actually my son picked it up cause it was free and I watched him play it and it, it's just basically third person. Uh, it looks really cool because I mean the guy has the, the machine has a sword and can go around killing yeah. people. So <laughs> it looks pretty cool, but definitely something that I know it's more people in our kind of like Fortnite and Max or something silly like that. Oh, or okay. is something else. Yeah, well, it's single player, but then you can go in and uh, do the story mode and also okay. join in, kind of like a 
seemed like they had some uh, Destiny elements to it too. Maybe okay. someone in chat can can uh, can confirm that kind of stuff too. That play it. I think a few people on our Discord play it too. Cool. Okay. Then the last game is called El Ijo, H I J O. So it doesn't look like how it's pronounced. <laughs> it, it, it does if you know Spanish, of which I know I don't. But you uh, don't have to be dangerous, Jesse. That's what. <laughs> so, so you know, I, so I don't remember much about that one either, other than how to pronounce that that word. <laughs> and there was no release information uh, shown on that. All right, now, now we're after the limited run games. Do you want me oh. to go through this so you can get a break of talking? <laughs> sure. Oh, Mecha Dragon says "hijo" uh, is kid in Spanish. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. right. So, yeah, so these these are all games. Most of these games have already, are already available now digitally. So these will all get physical releases. And a few games here were kind of got announced that aren't even out yet. And so that's, so if you want to go ahead, uh, Tim. Do we want to go through all of them? Like we've got like three pages of Uh, like dates here. Are we going through all of them? Okay. Uh, or what do you want to like look, stand out? Look at the top of the page. Then I have it trimmed down to only Nintendo related stuff. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm on page three of the yeah, limited the top, run games event. Yeah, bottom of page two, top of page three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the ones that are we have listed here is Night in the Woods, which is Q4 2019, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, available now. Uh, I imagine at their website. Yeah, everything uh, here is they order on their website, and they 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 do it like two waves of pre-orders, like uh, like so if they think they're going to have a run of three thousand units, they'll go until they get like I think it's like ten in the morning. They'll go until they get fifteen hundred, and they'll open it up again at like three three two or four in the afternoon. They said when, but I forgot when. So to give enough to fill up that other half, then once they're gone, they're gone. Right. Yep. So for the collectors, definitely uh, yes. something for those physical collectors. Uh, Transistor for Switch, July 5th, 2019. Rogue Legacy, July 19. Bad North, Q3, 2019. Dark Devotion, not yet out on digital, Q4, 2019. Uh, Blazing Chrome, Q4, 2019. Freedom Planet, June 21st, 2019. There's Turk and Turk 2. Uh, Turek is Q3 and Turk 2 is Q3. Not yet on not on digital yet. Yeah, a lot of people Did were they, complaining that that should be you know just one cart with both games on it, but it sounds like that's two separate releases. So if you want oh, both, you to order both. Why would they do that? Yeah, yeah they, they, they showed two separate box arts side by side. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, maybe they'll. It's I I I got Turok one um, and downloaded that on switch and it did not hold up like i i only ever played uh number two Turok okay. two and so i was wondering I, about that so number one was number two number two was always number one <laughs> in my heart <laughs> so Turok didn't turn out as well as you had hoped huh? well i mean it was a it was basically just a port right of a nintendo 64 game did it and, and was it fun at all it was all right. Just crappy. I mean, <laughs> not really, actually. No, if I'm honest, it was not great. 
<laughs> I think <laughs> okay. I think that the sequel is much better. Um, and okay. maybe that's just because I have nostalgia for the older one. So, or for for Turok too. So we'll see. Okay. And then going on, we have Blaster Master Zero. Um, and Double Switch. Oh, sorry, Blaster Master Zero is Q4 2019. Double Switch is July 19, 2019. Real Mist is Q3 2019. Apparently, that's another one that's not on Switch yet. I just forgot to note it. Okay. And then we actually had a 3DS release, uh, a Tui collection for the 3DS. And I know there's a lot of, uh, uh unhappy Kickstarters. Strong feelings about this one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, a fan, I, I'm a fan of the Atui uh, 2D um, platformers, so I do like Mutant Woods, Mutant Woods Super Challenge, Zero uh, Drifter is really good, um, Bomb Monkey's on this, which never got released outside North America, so uh, I haven't played Bomb Monkey, but I did play the reskin of it, uh, which is Mud Blocks, Mud Bashes, something like that, um, and it's also got Chicken Wiggle on as well, another game that I I own so I own the majority of these on 3DS anyway they're really good games but I can't escape the question of why do this now on 3DS or why not put these all on the Switch yeah it's kind of it's a really tough question to ask and I'm not exactly sure if anybody really knows that there's a solid answer for that either Um, as far as I know Limited run games haven't done a 3DS game before. Um, I don't think so. And one, of the, and one of the biggest questions to me is, is it going to be region locked as well? Because if so, then that's going to make things so much worse as well. Good question. Yeah, because it might be possible to have a region locked uh, cart that will work on anything. But yeah, because I'm not sure. Uh, that's... Maybe, uh, maybe maybe they're still trying to figure that one out, which is why there isn't a release date yet. Maybe it was a typo. They meant to type Switch instead of 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the box art was a typo too. <laughs> and the and the presentation that Jules did from a 2 Yes. Yeah. At the end of it, he's like, was, was was I saying 3ds the entire time? Maybe I was. <laughs> I don't know. I I like. I think it's cool for the fans. Um, it's a business decision, though. I can't see any payoff to this at all, especially when Nintendo said that Mario and Luigi, the last one they released, which one was it? Uh, Bears Inside Story, was it? Yeah. yeah. The remaster, when they said that that was the worst selling Mario game. Like, because no a, one wants 3DS games time. anymore. It kind of seems weird for an indie dev to do a physical release. Well, after again, they're only Mario dealing. Bad. They're only dealing with three or five thousand units, so they can probably they'll probably move them. Yeah, but that's yeah. That's again, this still a weird decision. Collectors will want it, want it anyway. So whether that's three to five thousand collectors that want it, we don't know. But <laughs> there's gonna hopefully be. they have a better a better uh, time than what was that one game that came out the the chicken wiggle chicken wiggle when that came out that was in that was a, At the a same nightmare time as uh, Mario Maker. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that surprises me about this, you see, because um, because that's on it as well. Um, we got the Chicken Wiggle Workshop remake thing coming soon. Well, coming soon. I think it's been delayed till like the end of the year now. Uh, just just a completely baffling decision, in my opinion. But if it, I, I hope it works for them. I really do. It seems um, like I, a it I seems like a very off. calculated decision that 
Yeah. That like it's I I can't see them making a ton of money doing it, but if it was like, well, I mean, that makes sense. This will keep us afloat until we get that other game out. Like maybe that that's all it needs to be. Yep. Yeah. Well, as it is, this is the only game they mentioned that didn't have a release date. Everything else had at least a, a window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this releases when uh, Mighty Number no. Nine finally releases on 3DS as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, is there anything else any, uh, that stands out for you guys in this list? Anybody of interest? Uh, I don't know if any I of you so. are physical collectors or anything like that. But I, I haven't bought a physical game in years. Yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. this fact, is my I physical just... collection right here. Um, for there. the audio people, I'm holding my 3DS. But everything's digital <laughs> on the side. No, I, I buy physical because it's cheaper. Um, except Which for, makes sense uh, for you, yeah. But, you know... Uh, Except for the limited run and super rare games are more expensive, so I actually I actually don't buy them now. I talked to uh, I, I can't remember if it's limited run or super rare. Forgive me if you guys are listening, <laughs> but I spoke to I'm sure it was limited run in one of the events, and uh, I, I I told them myself I don't, I don't um, I've never owned one of their games. Um, I think it's awesome. I think I think releasing these games physically is excellent because there is collectors out there who who will buy them just to have them on the shelf. If they don't even play the cartridge, they just want the box, and that's fine. It's perfect for them. Um, but so none of I didn't watch the conference for limited run, and the reason is is just that is I know straight off the bat I'm not going to get anything that they're going to release just because it's more expensive than buying it digitally. Yeah, for me, it's uh, whenever I've tried to buy something on their site, especially when they used to do it um, for the not the pre-orders, but the when you had to go on there and you had to get on there on time in order to get the limited numbers. You know, I always missed them, so I always got burned. So I just stopped trying. <laughs> but I haven't tried it since they changed the formula to be pre you know they pre-release it. Yeah. And uh, so, what was the next uh, next conference after Limited Run? The next, Ubisoft. Then. Yeah, Ubisoft. Or I, I have three bullets listed. Uh, they have an update to Brawlhalla that was available that day, uh, adding some of the characters from Adventure Time as playable characters. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I I actually quite enjoyed Brawlhalla for a short while, um, shall we say. Um, it's a really fun free-to-play game. It's very basic. It's like the most basic Smash Bros. you could ever play. Um, and I, I really like the inclusion of um, Jake and Finn from Adventure Time. And Princess Bubblegum as well, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty fun. So I, will, I might actually re-download it just to try those guys out. But it was the, it was the paywall thing that, you know, the mobile paywall uh, strategy that they used to get money on that. And after after playing so many matches and not gaining anything from it, it got a bit stale for me. Okay. Yeah, I've I've have, I haven't played it, so I'm not even wasn't even sure what type of game it was. Other than it's yeah. a fighting game, that's all I knew. <laughs> it's ba- it's basically like Smash Brothers, but really simplified. It's smash not smash. Yeah, smash not smash. Baby's <laughs> first smash. Okay, then they announced Just Dance 2020. They were releasing in November 2019 that will be coming out on the Switch and the Wii. <laughs> so weird. The Wii's is not weird. dead yet, but the Wii U and the 3DS are. 
So I don't know that the 3DS is getting a physical. <laughs> it's not. It's not dead yet. <laughs> well, yeah, limited run games is a special case. So. Yeah, so the, the the Wii version of 2019 must have been sold enough to, for them to keep going. It's it's like I said in the pre-show. It's uh, I think it was the pre-show or was it this one? I don't know. It's blending together. But anyways, the the mom that I this saw this whole thinking, week is blending together. Yeah, this whole week is blending. Together. But the mom that I saw just talking about telling, having her kids buy some Wii games that were on sale at GameStop. So. And because it just seems like there's a market there. Everybody still got their Wii's and playing games on it, you know. So especially in the you know pre you know pre purchased market. I still have mine connected to a TV, but I don't think anyone's used it in probably two years. <laughs> Ever since the Switches came out, my my son yeah. I think still played uh, Melee on it from time to time. Nice. Until we're all just. We're all just sat here holding tight for a Skyward Sword remake. Yes. Right. <laughs> Between that and Twilight Princess. Okay, then the third game they announced that is coming to Switch is Gods and Monsters, coming out February 25th. I don't remember what this was about either. Does I remember seeing remember? a trailer for this. Like, it, isn't this the one that was made by the same people as like some Assassin's Creed game? It was like the the Greek mythology, yes. yeah, Olympian cartoon sort of deal. That yes. Cool. It did look really cool for uh, a sneak peek trailer. It, it did. And I mean, this is one of the things that loops around to E3 as a whole from this year for me is a lot of cinematic trailers and hardly any gameplay from pretty much every other, um, every, everybody else on the Nintendo, as it seems. Well, Square um, did pretty good, though. Like, I feel like Square didn't do that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, Square showed off quite a fair bit as well, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the beauty of Treehouse, really. Is even if Nintendo filled up their event with nothing but cinematic trailers, you've always got the Treehouse to to know what the game's really like. Um, well, that was like should... the uh, like uh, like Fire Emblem was like that this year. Yeah, completely. Yeah, nothing but cinematic, and then bored you to death on the Treehouse. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, uh, uh, as a Fire Emblem fan, it was it was a bit rough to see on trios, but yeah. So sorry, sidetracked back to Ubisoft. They had a dog. They won. <laughs> yes, they had the could, dog. could you pet it? No, you couldn't pet it, but it was a good boy. It did lie down. Yes, <laughs> stayed very still. Yeah, Gods of Monsters. It, it, it kind of got a Breath of the Wild feel to it, hasn't it? Let's let's all be honest there. Like the the way that it looked was very sort of. Uh, block colors, like that, yeah. yeah, really bright, but colorful. I like how they s- explained it very simple and it has me intrigued. Which is, you know, when people need help, they ask for the gods' help. But but who do the gods go to when they need help? And you know, it's intriguing. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And All so, right. down here next, you've got kind of funny showcase. Yeah, their their kind of gimmick of the show was funny. It's like they 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 set it up like like a poor man's direct, where everything was two D models, and yeah. they had like a fake <laughs> audience 
with with an occasional one person clapping and cheering, and everyone else is just a just a stationary <laughs> dummy. That's funny. I was amused, and even the yeah. even the presenters on stage were two D textures. When the camera panned off to the side, you saw that they were like there was no depth. So I I missed this. I I missed this uh, and Square Enix. Um, was this actually a part of main E three this year then? Uh, I think if it's, I, I think no, but it was still covered by on Twitch. Oh, so, right, yeah. it, so kind of funny wasn't on a lot of the of the schedules that I saw. In fact, I think Justin added it because I didn't even know about it. Okay, so yeah, so, so should, do you want to have a rundown of these games, or should we should we breeze past? Yeah, Cause there's quite a lot of games here. Yeah, I figured we're just going to speed run them, and if you have anything specific you want to say, it's going to jump in, otherwise we'll keep going. Okay, okay right. So, do you want me to run through them? we got uh, a game I've actually played before, Hamsterdam, coming mid-June, mid-July-ish. Um, it's a cute little hamster with a, a, a scooter. Um, it's going to be out on mobile. It is definitely coming to Switch as well. Are all these coming to Switch? That you got the Yeah, everything here is coming for Switch. Okay, so we've got speed speed brawl update today. Um, one night stand. That one actually looks interesting. Yeah. In fact, one, uh, one of one of the people I used to podcast with back in the VG Tribune days was uh, he did the PR for that. Oh, that's cool. Then I didn't um, know that until after the fact, but yeah, so I'll have my eye on that one. So we got a ground early twenty twenty. Um, refactor uh, spring 2020 pig eat ball questionable title summer 2019 standby uh, August 1st 2019 tiger witch which I'm assuming is a witch that's a tiger is trigger 2020 trigger witch oh trigger sorry yes I thought I, I have no <laughs> idea where I got tiger from there that's just me it's early that's what we'll say I use it just <laughs> an excuse it's early yawn <laughs> uh, do, do you want to take the rest of these, Jesse? Sure. Etherborn, July eighteenth. The Gardens Between. I don't think I. I didn't have a date noted. Um, Renane, twenty nineteen. yeah. Sneaky Ninja Summer. Bomb Fest, which has already been released on Switch. Lonely Mountains. Holy down crap! Here. Did they just like use the generic name generator for the for these games? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Uh, no, Lonely Mountain Mountains Downhill, the next game on this list. I've played this. I absolutely love it. It's so good. It's basically just a BMX in downhill game. Uh, so like a time trial thing. Um, very uh, physics-based and full of death. Uh, really, <laughs> really, funny. really. It is a really <laughs> fun so game. So it's like Rising. Trials Rising? Yeah, we uh, ended up, ended up um, trying to fight for the leaderboard, but ended up like 219th. Um, <laughs> nice. which I'll say very very quietly because I sucked at it but I love the game regardless <laughs> sounds like it's hilarious okay then police stories uh, September 19th Astalon Tears of the Earth 2019 Treachery and Beatdown City Summer Stone Shard next year Castle Storm 2 later this year Warborn next year and Lost Ember no date 
Right, so uh, from then on, we're going to go to Square Enix events. Right, we're going to try and play through the rest of this as fast as we can and get talking to to Zach a little bit more. So uh, we got Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition coming in winter 2019. Um, I don't know if you guys played this, but I, I did on the GameCube. It was... Yep. It was okay. It was. T- it took a lot of Game Boy advances to get it working properly, but it, it was okay. I think I tried playing it with my kids, but they were just too young to get it. Yeah, there was a lot. One person had to be like. It was basically like a trip to the theme park with a family. One person had to be the mom who had all the bags, while the others <laughs> ran off and had fun. Yeah, that, that that was that was a bad part about it, but that, that's that's. Yep, it is what it is, and hopefully they fix that to make it a little bit better. I think uh, the only last... reason why we played it was because of the gimmick of the Game Boys. So yeah, that's, that's the why only we reason got into I played it. it. But it yeah. was it was fun when we did play it. It was it was an interesting way to get the family. At the time, it was just three of us to play it together and try to coordinate things and follow the person who had the you know the crystal or whatever. So shop the shopping bags, yeah. Yeah, the shopping bags. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the last. Well, this one's highlighted in a yellow, which is the last remnant remastered available yeah. tonight. Yeah, the, the highlight is the the highlights are related to one of my predictions. Oh, uh, okay. We got Dragon yeah. Quest Builders two, July twelfth, twenty nineteen. Uh, I think we all know exactly what Dragon Quest Builders is. Uh, fantastic looking game. Uh, it's published by Nintendo, I believe, on the um, on the Switch as well. Uh, we've got Dragon Quest X1, which is 11 for you guys who don't know. <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> S. Echoes of an Elusive Age. Definitive Edition, because that is a title, which is fall 2019. Yeah, this game w- looks fantastic. I don't know about you guys. I think this looks really good. Yeah, when, when it was announced before this event, it was just 2019. Square changed it to fall 2019 and then the next day nintendo changed it to september 27th so it now has a, f- a fixed date yeah is that just for the switch version though or is this the is it's that a, date it's school? only the switch version i don't think P- yeah ps4 yeah, is the getting, version is for the switch yeah i don't think the yeah. ps4 is getting an updated version uh, okay then you got circuit superstar 2020 uh romancing saga 3 coming soon and what's this? Sega Scarlet Grace Ambitions. What sort of title is that? <laughs> we uh, say it's coming soon. It's what a Square Enix title. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So, you know, a, a new game in the Saga series. I think the Saga 3 is a, like a, a port of an older game, and I think Saga Scarlet is something, is something new. It's been a while since I looked saw this event, so... Yeah, so this this next one is also a Square Enix title. How do you pronounce this one, Jesse? Onanaki. Onanaki, okay. Right, we'll go with that. That's that's something something I would have kind of got eventually, I think. <laughs> and then we got Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Yes! Finally! I think everybody who's a Final Fantasy fan was wanting this. Um, yeah, I, I saw my, Nintendo my... posted something saying that it came with a catch. I don't know what that is, but I'm not sure. Um, everything I've seen so far is like side by side pictures of the original version and the remake. Uh, you can you can tell the difference. I think the remaster yeah. itself doesn't look impressive, but if you compare it to the PS1, then you can see it. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely it, it, better. It's it's like the Final Fantasy VII version we got, isn't it? Where like you can tell that they've been remastered. They do look different. They do look better, but. 
Nice <laughs> <Zach>. you... <laughs> Right, the reason there's a bit of giggling there is Zach's in a hammock. <laughs> My computer just totally gave up, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to the backyard in the hammock, and uh, it is what it is. <laughs> what you get, people. Nice. With the blanket to cover from the mosquitoes. Anyways, continue. Yeah. So, right, so you know the, the the original theory on why that wasn't remastered anywhere was you know like p- people thought the source code was lost. So that was a lot of Twitter going around saying looks like they found the source code, or well at least repurposed it based off of like the old PC build or something something like that. Yeah, and. uh uh, Mole in the chat asks, I thought this was the Final Fantasy people didn't like, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the magic system. <laughs> um, I'm laughing at Zach and Tim. And, you know, watch, if you want to know, go watch YouTube at the uh, about near, near the hour mark. Um, yeah, so, but I know there's, there are people who like this game, so great for them. Yeah. I'm one of them that like it. I mean, I, I, I'm hit and miss with with uh, some RPGs, and Final Fantasy is one of them as a series. There's, there's certain games I like and ones I don't like. Um, I didn't like nine, where most people did, but I did like eight. So yeah, I think it's just down to to personal preference. I think I think the thing is, is eight following seven didn't have much of a chance. It, let, let's face it, because seven was sort of so critically acclaimed that eight was a hard follow. Uh, but eight did a lot of things better than seven, especially in terms of uh, having the characters stay the same proportion throughout. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bonus. Yeah, and that that seven, is about it. But we'll, we'll go with that. I wanted to say one thing about that seven remake. I know it's not coming to Switch, likely, but um, I saw Marty, and I'm just going to throw the throw this out, and then Marty can fight me later. Um, <laughs> the, the I actually. Really like the um, I really like the the combat shit. Yeah, like, I'm I'm with you on that one. I, I like the, the way the combat looks. Like it's not like they're going and getting rid of the the original, you know, and like the original can stand for itself. But if they're going to do this and remake it, um, making the combat more more exciting, I think is cool. Like it looked like it was it, like it's all of the original stuff plus they made they made it exciting um like i i was i've been playing the the uh the original on switch too and i'm glad it has that time three mode for the for oh yeah like that gets a little bit slow so i'm I'm looking forward to it i think that was cool yeah i'm the same as you i've been playing the final fantasy 7 on the switch and the the time three thing is a is an absolute godsend you can play through the most boring parts especially this one part in midgar where you had to climb up this giant sort of uh, pole to get to the top of it and mm-hmm. uh, I can't imagine how painfully slow that was without the times three because it was painfully slow with times three mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I bet it was three times slower <laughs> I think it was but it around. felt five times slower yeah. five times is excruciating yeah. so it'd be interesting to see if they add much of that stuff to Final Fantasy VIII as well weren't it hmm so yeah, I think that seems pretty like a pretty standard sort of overlay for the game. So, so moving on, wow, this I tell you what, the, the, the E3 is a lot bigger than you think, isn't it? When you look back at it, yeah. So We've that was the, that was the last of the events, and then then the next day was Nintendo's event Tuesday morning, and we talked a bit quite a bit about that on Tuesday, but uh, we didn't get your opinions. Uh, we don't have Zach's opinions on anything that yet. 
Mm-hmm. And I no, definitely want to hear about those. I didn't. I didn't do any opinions or any predictions either. So I'm. I'm in the same boat. We're in the same hammock with Zach right now. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, the, is, is there room in that hammock? Is it big enough? There is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Come on over. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I mean, where where do we start here? Like how, how like kind of going through them. I guess like as far as big things for me to stand out. Yeah. Um, I think. So, like, I think, uh, like, admittedly, I have gotten more into a place where I don't have a ton of time to play games anymore. And so I'm pretty selective on what I pick up and what I don't. Um, and so, like, I feel like games for me that stand out that I'm really excited for, um, I actually just picked up today, I picked up Cadence of Hyrule, um, which is really good. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, games that... Yeah, like Animal Crossing is a big one. Um, I am a huge Marvel fan. If people don't know that. Um, and so Ultimate Alliance 3 looks really fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to picking that up. I think that they are nailing the art style more than anything, and their, their roster is really good for who they've picked for the game. Um, that is, that is going to be a day one for me, for sure. Um, I played the original, so like that, because that game... For me, my history with that game literally goes back to X-Men Legends on the GameCube, which was the original sort of game in that series. Like, there was X-Men Legends 1 and 2, then Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. Like, and so that was, like, a long time ago. So I remember playing, being on a road trip, like, right, like, this summer or, like, the year, a few months after I graduated high school, which was, like, what, 16 years ago now? Um, and we literally had like a little, probably like 15 inch tube TV plugged in between the driver's seats and me and my buddy drove like, or played it for like 12 hours. And my, the guy who was sitting in front basically was complaining of having radiation sickness from the TV. <laughs> I don't even think that's a thing, but, but that's, so like, I, I'm really excited for that game. Uh, I'm really excited for, uh, for Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, same here. I used one of my vouchers for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm probably getting the voucher soon here. The vouchers that I'm going to be using that. Um, what else was there? I'm, I'm blanking because I'm on my phone and so I don't have like well, notes or anything. Um, well, once you go through everything that's off the top of your head, and we'll give Gary a chance, and I can kind of quickly bullet, you know, shoot through the bullet list. And then if you have anything else you wanted to say, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that, then we can bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Animal Crossing looks good. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm a little bit nervous about that game because there's this line that they tend to ride where it's like making things too easy or too convenient that I feel like New Leaf was really good at making you wait to play the next day and uh, and like spreading the progression in that game for a long time. And... It doesn't look like it's going like things like Happy Home Designer or Pocket Camp. I feel like it let you it let me sit and play for too long in a single sitting, and it didn't tell me to stop, <laughs> which sounds like a total addict thing to say. But um, <laughs> like you know what I mean with that game where you you could only maybe you should see someone about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I think I might know somebody. Uh, so I think that that's that's my concern with that game like if you if you don't if you make it too easy on the player then it's then it's kind of 
it loses the fun. And when I say easy, I just mean like, yeah, but you have to pace yourself, and that's what that game is. So I'm looking forward to it, though. It looks good. Um, the Luigi's Mansion, I wish I cared more about, honestly. Like, I just have a hard time caring about that. Like, I'll probably, it's just not really my, my, uh, it's not my jam. My excitement is like a 7 out of 10, and with that, with the amount of time I have to play games, I only have room for 8 or higher. So, uh, so, oh, what else? Your currency uh, is time for your games right now, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the, the other ones would be like uh, Smash Reveals were cool. I think both of those were cool. I don't have really a, a love for either of those characters, and so I, but I know that there are fans out there that other, so other people are excited, and so I think they're good choices. Um, I think Wolverine should be in there or something. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, uh, what else? Uh Oh, I mean, come on, Mask or the the Breath of the Wild reveal, the Breath of the Wild sequel, is looking great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, like um, Gary, what about for you, man? Like, I don't want to take all of them. I honestly <laughs> feel like just there was so much good stuff in there that I was like, yeah. this is a this is a this is a wealth of things to choose from. It's more a question of which one am I going to pick instead of is there something here. Really? Yeah, I, I think I think my most exciting ones are actually uh, they're not so much on other people's radars. I think they are on people's radars, but not not the talk of the show, so to speak. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by Dark Crystal, which is something that nobody is saying. Really? Of all of those, hey, I kind of looked at that and I was like, why is this even in here? Oh, you see, story. Dark Crystal Maybe was a child. Yeah, I mean, it's not very often that I play on nostalgia very much, but Dark Crystal was a childhood film for me. And it was something that, it was one of those films that I always loved and saw that there was no future for and there was nothing ever going to come out ever again. Then all of a sudden, Netflix picked it up. I have the backwards nostalgia. It's a movie I hated. Oh, okay. Jesse. My uh, brother was a big fan of it, and I'm like, ew, get that away from me. We're going to have fisticuffs on the car park in five minutes, Jesse. <laughs> me and you brawling it out. Oh, good. So, yeah, I, I, I loved the fact that they had the uh, one of the puppets uh, presenting the, the trailer for that. The game itself, okay, doesn't look the greatest, but I am a fan of strategy games, so I'll probably enjoy it either, any, either which way. Um, Super Lucky's Tale, uh, a game that didn't get reviewed too well from a Microsoft exclusive, um, but I played it. Uh, I played probably about an hour of it, and I enjoyed it. I quite like the laid-back platformer kind of thing. Uh, the biggest problem with that was camera. Apparently, that's been fixed. So Super Lucky's Tale is one I'm looking forward to. As Did well. you watch both of those uh, those games you just talked about? Did you watch the Treehouse? I did um, not. I, I, I tend to touch on those more. Watch. Apparently one oh, yeah, of them, uh, they had a problem with the game, so they had to re- reset it. And when they were on the main menu screen, the icon showed... What was the name of that game again? Super what? Super Lucky's Tale. Lucky. Super, yeah. It was Super Duper Lucky's Tale. Yeah, it so was... Uh, that they, that, they had a, well, that got noticed. There, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they, they had a power outage in, uh, in one of the games, so it crashed everything. Um, That's like the moment where you like see behind the curtain, man. That's exciting. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Super Lucky Tales was one. Uh, Diamond X Machina. I really enjoyed the demo of that. Yeah, uh, that one looked 
I need to watch the footage of that because I played the demo. Yeah, that album was good. Yeah, some of the some of the comp- I mean, I did the feedback form afterwards, and one of my complaints was that you couldn't find the enemies very well, and uh, they've addressed that. They've addressed the uh, the map issues and stuff. Um, so that's really looking forward to that. And Astral Chain, what, what a surprise! That game looks so so good. Um, I like Platinum Game Games. Machina? Who's who developed that? Oh, uh, is, that, is that that's not a that's not a. Um... I'm blanking. I'm looking. No, it up. It's, it's not platinum. Astral Chain was platinum's game. Yeah, no, the the Xenoblade uh, Monolith. No, it's Monolith. No, it's not no. Monolith. Marvelous. Marvelous. That's it. Yeah. Um, Marvelous was doing another game that I like the look of, but I can't remember what it was as well. Um, but yeah, both of those games uh, look fantastic. I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem, except I don't think. What anybody saw from the direct would have got anyone excited, um, yeah. largely that, because I watched it, some of the footage on that man, like on the treehouse, and I don't know if I'm excited or not anymore. Like the the like when we lose the eight bit sprites on that game, it, yeah, like, it was surprising how much that like how much you lose on that, like the charm. Which yeah, game is this again? Are, I missed it. Fire Emblem. Okay. The art style yeah. they've gone with is, is doing it no favors. I I, I can completely little, agree with that statement. It's a little too photorealistic, right? Like it, it could yeah. have gone a little bit more of like an anime cartoony style, and I think it would have done a lot. Like I feel like it's the the console versions of those games that happens a lot. Yeah. Where where it's just like oh no, like this doesn't like it it loses the charm of like the eight bit uh, or like the you know the sixteen bit versions of this. Uh, of I'm, fa- I'm really surprised they didn't go with the cell shaded look as well. Considering yeah, the, how good the cutscenes look. Well, and the cutscenes, really yeah, that's the thing. Is like the cutscenes, if they would have gone this art style of the cutscenes, it would have been good, but like it's just a little bit more realistic. Uh, photorealistic, and I'm not a, a yeah. Yeah. We'll and see. So, we'll see. I think I think other than the obvious, those are those are my other picks. But uh, I mean, who can who can deny that Breath of the Wild uh, two and Link's Awakening? You know, they are two of the biggest hype builders uh, for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Link's Awakening. I liked the. Sorry, I turned my video off because I'm being eaten alive by mosquitoes out here, and now I'm going to hide under this blanket. So, <laughs> it's literally like a cocoon in this in this hammock, which luckily nobody could see. Um, I think that. I think that the the when I first saw the the dungeon builder thing, I was like, oh, they they're making the they're making the Zelda builder in this game, and then it's just the rooms that you've unlocked in other dungeons. Right? Yeah, I, it, it's a strange one, but I think it's a good inclusion. It's, I mean, we we I think we it's need a to good fa- start. Yeah, we need we need to face it as well. I mean, Link's Awakening, as much as we all love it, it is it is a kids game. I think I I think that's why I got into Zelda from that game is because it was so accessible to kids. I mean, I was only young at the time when it came out, and uh, I think the, the art style and the way that this one is, they they know that, and that's what they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, afterwards they they announced a Link Amiibo as well, which is just the most adorable thing oh ever. Oh my gosh! Yes, I, yeah, that I I don't really buy Amiibo. I haven't bought any Amiibo since. Since Odyssey came out, I want to say like those were the last ones that I bought. 
Yeah. Um, I bought like the, I just bought the wedding amiibo or the Mario one. Um, but yeah, that one, that one is making me uh, think twice about that. I've got it pre-ordered already, by the way. With uh, I don't know if you've seen the English version of the uh, pre-orders, but will you get a Game Boy Steel book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. I was like, oh, geez, that looks great. Um, I do think that. Um, yeah, like Cadence of Hyrule. To go back to that for a minute, I don't know if we're like if we've got more news or if we're like jumping into what we've planned. No, you're good. Go for it. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if anybody else has picked it up or played it, but, like, I, I picked up Crypt of the Necrodancer quite a while ago, but I started playing it again a few days ago in anticipation of this. And um, this is, like, like Cadence of Hyrule is... What is the full name? Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer with Legend of Zelda or something. Yeah, that's Close. right, yeah. But Featuring, the longest, but yeah. Yeah, it's the longest title ever. Um, but <laughs> Nintendo's taking lessons from Square Enix. <laughs> but it's basically like, it. it is much more, it is like the perfect combination of those two games where it's like, where it's like the over, like one of the things that I didn't realize until they were talking about it in the, in the Treehouse thing today was when you start a new save file, this is a roguelike, and when you start the new save file, the entire overworld of Hyrule is randomized and created. So you could play this game like 10 different times and start over, and you literally would be playing like, like I don't think there's ever been a game where it's like, yeah, you want to play through Zelda 10 times, and it'd be different every time? Yeah, we'll randomize all of the Zelda overworld every time you start a new game. Like, yeah, that it, is, it's crazy. And like, and it's, it's persistent. It's persistent through your entire save file too. So if you die, the overworld stays the same, and it's just the dungeons that 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 re-randomize. Right? So that's super cool. I really um, jazzed about that. Yeah, I've picked it up as well, and some of the callbacks and references and all that sort of stuff. Uh, if you're a long-time Zelda fan, you've played the majority of the games. You're gonna get some goosebumps at times. Yeah, there's even there's even some so some of the music and I didn't play it for very long, but I've even caught music like they have some like Crypt of the Necrodancer music, they've but they're pulling music not just from uh not just from from Zelda either. So there's a there's a really specific music. I don't know if um it's like the dungeon music from or it's it's like the dungeon music from the first Super Mario Land game. So the Super Mario Land game that like the Nintendo Dad theme song comes from, right? Right, like the mm-hmm. original one one for Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. I think it's like World that that one is one World One One. If you go to, I think it's World One Three, which is like the underground. It's like an underground Egyptian sort of music. Um, I don't know if Egyptian is the right one, but it, it like kind of has that vibe to it a little bit. Uh, but I've heard, I, I heard it in the game and I was like, what? Like, like from this Super Mario Land game and, uh, it's great. Like, I'm really, really liking it. It's really, really fun. This? That's it. That's it. Yes. That's the one. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I've heard that in there already and like, they're pulling from, they're, they're making some deep cuts. Which is great. Uh, so, uh, and the, the gameplay is 
just a little bit easier than than uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Like it's more accessible and more approachable, but it's still it's still going to challenge you. It's still going to be like it's still that rhythm game, and like they've made it more approachable in in certain aspects. But man, I'm I I am anticipating playing this game for a long time. I'm really liking it. Yeah, it's it's not quite as roguelike as Crypt of the Necro Dancer. So on that, you were look you were basically making sure that you killed every enemy in order to get the randomized item, and then you were hoping that that randomized item was enough to get you through the dungeon. This isn't so much like that. You pick up, you you can see where there's chests with important items in, uh, and you can see how to get into that chest, and you can pick up other weapons, and you've got a full equip screen and stuff like that. So it is, it is quite a lot different to Crypto Necrodancer in that respect, but the core what? game is Crypto Necrodancer. Like some of the enemies are straight up, pretty much straight up copies just with a reskin yep yep i, I yeah. another change that i like on crypt of the necro dancer is that you don't have to spend your diamonds right yeah your diamond balance which is the balance that you use the diamonds are things that you sort of buy items or things like that the balance that like your diamonds persist you don't have to spend them you can just keep them and save them and build them up and you can like buy more things in other shops and yeah so that's pretty good Overall, yeah, it, man, like I'm really impressed with it. It's, I, it seems like it's what, like four dungeons and then the end boss or something. But then you've got like an entire overworld to explore too. So yeah, I'm still on the fence. If it, if it was twenty instead of twenty five, I probably would get it anyway. But just that little bit more over twenty is kind of making me go, eh, uh, maybe. Uh, I would say Jesse, if uh, Crypto Necrodance is on sale at the minute, if you if you get that and don't like it then you won't like cadence viral yeah well and i didn't like i, I thought i was gonna like crypto the necrodancer when i saw the trailers and then when i first played it i didn't really like it uh it was a little bit too overwhelming because yeah crypto the necrodancer is kind of difficult but if you stick with it like with a lot of roguelikes right like you kind of have to kind of have to give it the initial like you have to push through the initial learning curve to really try and understand the mechanics and everything. And then it's fun, right? Like, because part of, here's a little psychology dump for you. The, part of like games like this is that, is that there's a certain level of like flow and mastery that you have to learn that enough that you can, when you're playing, you're in the groove of it, right? Like it's like the controller is more of an extension of your, of your body. And like it, you're, it, you're not thinking you're just doing. And, and this game's really good at that. So yeah, and one one takeaway from Crypto Necrodancer as well is he's much better on two player. Um, and the Cadence Firewall also has a, a co op mode on it. I haven't tried that out yet, but it does have a co op. So maybe maybe that's that's something uh, to to bear in mind as well, yeah, Jesse. Yeah, the, the treehouse the treehouse stream had that too, and that was uh, they showed that off. It's pretty like. Yeah. So uh, from from there, do you want to head on to uh, who got what predictions right, Jesse? Well, before we do, I just want to kind of note anything else in the direct that we didn't talk about, and in case anyone wanted to bring it up, um, yeah, sure. I wanted to mention the 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 hero from Dragon Quest DLC. You know, yeah, looks like the uh, they're going to do four model swaps, similar to how. Koopa Kids work with the eight model swaps. We can. Oh, Jesse, what like are those from different Dragon Quest games? Yeah, um, Erdrick from Dragon Quest Three. Then that's the only one that I think that has a, canon- a canonical name. Everyone else is just the protagonist. 
than yeah. the one that he was when it when it, they all landed. He was the one in the back, kind of with the blue bl- bluish hair. Mm-hmm. Then with the, the, yeah. The the hero from Dragon Quest Four is the one with the green hair and that really ugly looking crown. Uh, uh-huh. The hero from Dragon Quest Eight is the one in the just regular tunic and red bandana. Red, uh-huh. and then the hero from Dragon Quest Eleven, the luminary, is the one that is I think the primary model. That's the one that was originally featured before they brought in the other three. Yeah, sure, okay. So I've got, I've got, I'm looking at the, I'm looking on my Switch at all of the different like news things. One, one game that I'm like, you, you're talking about like having the price tag be a little bit too much. Um, there was a game and I've talked about this game before is one of the most important games of my childhood. Um, is now in, is now on the Switch, but it's part of a collection. What do they call it? Collection of Mana? The Collection of Mana. I was I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like they have it. when we did our live reaction and I saw that, I'm like, that's the game for Zach. The, the problem is, is that in Canada, the Collection of Mana is fifty dollars, which Whoa. which like I don't like. So for people right. who haven't listened to the show for a while, like Final Fantasy Adventure was one of the most again one of the most important when everybody else talks about like Zelda. I didn't play Zelda. I played Final Fantasy Adventure, which it was basically like the Final Fantasy version of Zelda, really. Right. Um, and so that's in that. Um, I'm so tempted by it, but I, the last thing I need is to buy a three pack of RPGs right now for games that I probably <laughs> am not going to get to. Yeah, even so though it, I'd love to play, like Final Fantasy Adventure is not worth fifty bucks to me. So. Yeah, so it's it's the first I'm three so mana torn. games uh, that were that were made. We got the first two before in Final Fantasy Adventure for Game Boy, Secret of Mana for a Super Nintendo, which also was in the Super Nintendo Mini, if I think. And it recently mm-hmm. had a remake on PC and PS4, but it's really the SCNS version is the superior version. Yeah. And then the Trials of Mana, the third Mana game, is the first time it's being released um, outside is of that Japan. being remade? Is that Trials of Mana a remake of the Jap- of the one that's in the collection? Both. So in the collection is the Super Nintendo version, you know, trans- you know localized, so it's in English. And then they're also doing a re- an HD remake of the game that'll be released in early 2020. Yeah, see, that's what I'm wondering about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I maybe uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll jump on this. Oh wow! That yeah, that that's that's way overpriced. It's thirty four thirty four ninety nine um, over here. Yeah, that's. I mean, like it's got, it's got some good. Like Secret of Mana is a pretty beefy game. Um, you know, like there's lots there. It's just, uh, it's just a lot. Of money. Yeah, like, and it's see, a bit too much. Secret of Mana can be played three players. Charles of Mana can be played two players. Yeah, so like I would be. Like there's stuff about that 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 is appealing. It's just maybe it's a wait till it's on sale kind of deal, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, so. I picked it up and tried playing it, and uh, I got I the first time I died before I found out how to save it, so I had to start all over, including going back to my punch punching my name in again. Are you talking Final Fantasy Adventure? Yes. Yeah. See and that then, game. It's, yeah. Anyway, continue. Then I, I did. So once I 
landed from the waterfall at the very start, I did find out by accident how to save it. And then I got to level three and died. And so I went, ba- I went back to the, my save point at level one. And I, I always, I di- didn't save it because everything looks like it's relatively safe, but the hitboxes are all wonky. So I'm getting hit yeah. when I don't think I should be. And yeah, it's weird. It's a, it's it's kind of weird and glitchy that way. And when I'm in, like a little bit of like, a little weird. Yeah, when I'm in towns, I, I just bumping into a person will start a dialogue, and when a person is blocking the exit of the house, it's really frustrating. No, I don't want to talk oh, yeah, to you, you anymore. Got- Go away. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still fighting with it's that weird. a little bit. If I if I get fed up with it, I'll move on to try to try trials. So, uh, one of the games, sorry, that I was excited for, which I completely brushed past, was The Witcher 3. Yeah, that was uh, the next thing I was going to bring up. There's a lot of a lot of uh, talk about how they got all the DLC and everything on the one cartridge, and, you know, uh, that, that is a feat in itself. Let's yeah, be, let's be. Apparently, this is the first one actually using the 32 gig cart in retail. Yeah. And that, that is a lot on there. That's a really, really big game. But from what I've seen, there's, there's some sort of, um, I don't know if it's, it's censorship or whether it's just a choice that they had to make to cut down on RAM or anything like that. But there is, there is, if you watch the by side comparisons, there's a lot of differences, um, not only in graphics, but like in, in the world itself. And one of them was, um, quite a touchy sort of subject so we'll brush past it here but if you look at the side by side comparisons you'll see exactly what I mean we'll save that for an after dark episode <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds fair yeah okay then Resident Evil 5 and 6 got announced which everyone I know okay. who plays the series these are like the two worst games I was going to say if I were to pick one game that what I'm looking for is something that is that is like atmospheric and actually scary. Is there even a game that I would want to pick out of those? Like one. <laughs> five really? and six. Five, my understanding is five and six gets more actiony and less yeah. survival horror. So if you want survival horror, you don't want five or six. Okay. I, I, I'll probably these seven because... starts to go back to the roots, but seven isn't available here. Even though I've heard these games are awful in terms of uh, final, of Resident Evil games, I think I want I, I want to pick them up because I completed Nought Two Four when they released on the GameCube, and then I was gutted that I never got to play Five and Six. So I think I'll actually pick these up. Okay. Yeah, Panzer- I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. Okay, then uh, Panzer Dragoons uh, getting released. In this winter, I think that was originally a Saturn Saturn game. Oh uh, yeah, this is, that looks like Star Fox and Dragons. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turn, like turn down to one. Um, it looked very slow and janky from what they showed. There's part of the game montage. Uh, Nino Kuni is getting a Switch release. Yeah. And scrolling down, if there's anything else. Is that interest. the second? Like, isn't there two Nino Kuni games? Yeah, I think this is the first one. Okay. That was originally on PS3 and 360. On Nino Kuni, this one I thought was. Wrath of the White one. Witch? I thought that was the first one. Oh my gosh. 
sorry, I'm on the I'm on the the eShop. This is totally random. But there is uh there is a Leisure Suit Larry game on the Switch now. Yeah, I already bought it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry. See, I wasn't gonna <laughs> say that on the show, but yeah. I mean like if you know Wow, all right. It's on the eShop, it's safe. The, the name's on the yeah, eShop, it's safe. I mean, whatever, man. Like, you never had a dream where you swim it? I don't know what you're talking about. That's like the worst, right? Where you have the dream where you're swimming and then you end up, don't pee in the pool because if you pee in the pool, you pee in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So Welcome. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite signs, uh, swimming pool signs. Welcome to our ool. There is no pee in it. Keep it that way. Oh, I love it. I, like I it. love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> okay. So that was everything that I think if everything else has got touched on or really is so oh, yeah, Dragon Quest Did we talk about Dragon Quest Builders? That's the other one that I'm like. Uh, we t- I think we touched on it, but if you have something you want to say, go ahead. No, I just, I, I didn't play the first one. I played the demo. It looked fun. Um, I wish I cared, I guess. Like, Again, it's a 7 out of 10, and I don't have time for 7 out of 10s in my life. That's fair. So. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Alien yeah. Isolation also got announced, which was uh, something that I wanted to pick up on playing. Apparently, they're, they're bringing some Switch features across with that. Is, that a, that, is that a good horror game? Like, Yeah, like, apparently, it's a really good horror game. Also, another horror game coming out that I... It's like... It is such predictable schlock, but I played it on PC. Uh, Slender the Arrival comes out next week. Oh, please tell me it's good, because I, I like the look of the... I, I played the free uh, mobile game, and I loved it, even though it was very short. It's like... Yeah, that's, well, it's, it's, it looks like it's going to be 10 bucks US, probably. Um, and I don't know. It's literally just walk around and, and scare the pants off yourself. Like, that is... That I I will probably get that because that I will get it and I will play it and record myself playing it. That's um, in, in in the hammock blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in my hammock cocoon uh, here, protecting myself from these mosquitoes that are way bigger than they have any right to be at this time of year. But did we? Did you guys talk about the? Hang on, did you guys talk about the the Pokemon controversy yet? Which one? The, what? what? As if no, which one? Uh, no, we talk about where, where they're, the one where they're not putting all of the Pokemon in the Pokemon game. And the yeah, game you bring your Pokemon in. Yeah, talk about that yet? We haven't talked about that yet. Um, so, so my understanding oh. of this is that they are not, they won't, they are not able to model all eight hundred fifty ish. Ish, well, by the we time don't this yet game know. is there, it's going to be like a thousand Pokemon, probably. Right? Uh, well, well, right now we're up to like eight hundred and five or so. I think we'll be around eight hundred and fifty at the end of it, maybe more. Um, so you know, they're not going to be able to. They're not modeling all eight hundred and fifty. They're only modeling what will be in the available in the Gala region. Mm-hmm. You know, using Sun and Moon as a comparison, you know, of the eight hundred Pokemon. Like 300 were in the that decks, yeah. but you can still import in anything you oh. wanted to uh, from from bank, the Pokemon Bank. Yeah. So if you know if it wasn't in the th- that decks, and the region is escaping me, but uh, 
You can still use it. Uh, they call, no, it's not Kalos. It says X and Y. Oh, uh, shoot. What is it? Alola, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So here in the Galar region, only the Pokemon that are in the Galar decks will be even usable. So if you move, have a Pokemon in bank, you can migrate it to home. But if that Rayquaza is not in the Galar region, it's stuck in home and can't do anything so with it. Here's, here's the problem. I think that this actually, so I, I'm of two minds about this decision because on one hand, I think that as far as game balance goes and as far as, as as far as that, like everything as far as like the future of this company and like the sustainability of the franchise and not having this like ridiculous amount of bloat in the, the Pokemon franchise has been experiencing for years. I think it's a good idea as far as that goes. The problem is, is that when they announced Pokemon Bank and I, I think it was even Iwata that got up and, or it was somebody that basically sat down in the direct and, and said, you know, you know, I've had this same Charizard that I had in my original Pokemon Blue game and I've transferred it from game to game, from system <laughs> to system, and you can have this and you can pass this Pokemon on to your grandchildren, right? And all of a sudden, what we what we now have is that we've t- we took them on their word and we're like, okay, cool like i'm gonna be able to do that and now that right now like i have a bunch of pokemon sitting in pokemon bank and it, the idea of then transferring things from pokemon bank into pokemon home which is the new system that they're going to be releasing right or, or whatever that they then will have um i can transfer them all over but some of them essentially will be in purgatory once they're transferred to home, and you can't transfer them back to your 3DS once they're transferred to home. So yeah, the only thing you can do with it is trade with other people. You know, from home to home. Trade with other people, but why? Why trade them if you can't use them? Right. So they're right. literally sitting there. So hopefully, Pokemon Home has like I don't know, like some sort of Pokemon Ranch feature, maybe, or like especially for like my son, for example, he's he's been playing Pokemon Ultra Moon where the end part of that game is like, I can't remember what the mechanic is, but basically you travel through wormholes and catch all the legendary Pokemon. Yeah, I and remember then, my, then, my, my son would, would cycle through them and catch all the, sh- and wait, and keep catching them until he caught the shiny, and then he'd move on yeah. to the next. And so then for him to be basically now be, like, we were watching it together. We were watching the treehouse, and as soon as he said this, and he's like eight years old, Right. And, but we're sitting there watching it together and they say, yeah, you won't be able to transfer things from your old games unless it's part of the Galar Pokedex. And he's like, what? That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And I was was like, yeah, like the kind of, right? Like, like he won't be able to use like Solgaleo, for example. Can you guys hear that? Like helicopter just flying? Yeah, I hear it. So what I'm hoping that they do. Is yeah sure I'm okay with you only doing two or three hundred at launch, fine because we're not per, supposedly you're not able to import them in from home until you beat the Elite Four anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. and we just lost OBS, so not sure if I'm that- still recording, but we'll, we'll still. Uh, now I'm reconnected. <laughs> anyway, so but in the I'd like 
for, you know, I'm hoping that they still continue to work on the models to get them all fleshed out. Well, because so here's the thing, though, can, Justin, because like, because what was said in the what was said in the original, uh, so there was what the translator said, which was the game is not going to have the game is only going to have those. But what was actually said and what came out later is that the translator didn't translate it entirely correctly. And what he actually meant, what he said in Japanese was more akin to, this is the new policy moving forward for game, for the game. So like, so like everybody just like, like it was much more of a global sweeping sort of statement of like, this is the new norm in the game that everybody like. And so, but I agree. Like, I think that like, and I think part of it is that they, I think that they're, they're trying to think about like competitive battling and, Balancing 900 Pokemon is crazy, but balancing 300, well, we could do that. So, like, maybe they need to just think about seasons of, yeah. com- you know, of competitive if, if that's where they're wanting to go, then I hope that they are con- able to rotate in which Pokemon from the national decks is usable in the, in in, other, in future games. So eventually, hopefully, you'll be able to get a chance to use that Charizard again. Here's well, of course, Charizard's going to be in the game. We already know that. But, you know, oh, other yeah. Pokemon, like the, my, my example, Rayquaza, I highly doubt that's going to be in the game. Here's what I, yeah, here's what I, I think they need to do if this is what they're going to do. They need to bring back Pokemon Stadium. Like, like this, like this needs to be, like, that's fine if that's how you want to balance individual games if that's how you want to do it but give people the ability to play with their whole collection in some way even if it's just local like whatever it is like let's bring that back so people can at least battle still so yeah i don't know just lost our base again yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure what's going on with that yeah i think i'm still recording but so i don't know if it's just affected youtube or i'm not sure but so my one of my my takeaway of it all is pretty much as you said Zach like I think it's inevitable I think it was going to come eventually because they can't keep migrating systems and having like a thousand characters uh all kitted out every single time so it does it really doesn't surprise me in the least uh I think there will be a lot of people upset over it but at the same time as a dwindling Pokemon fan um, the last great game in my eyes was Black and White, which not a lot of people will say, but it's because Black and White was way more balanced than other games. You had the 150, and you had to stick with that 150 until you finished the game. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a much better experience. Uh, you know, it forced you to play as new Pokemon instead of importing the Pokemon that you like the most and then only sticking with those. And this is why I don't like the mi- mixed new uh, Pokedex, because... They will sprinkle in fan favorites, so you will stick with the regular Pikachu that you'd catch, or the regular Charizard that you'd have, or a Mimikyu. Um, I'm sure that'll be in there. Yeah, I, I like the I like the restrictions of not letting you have exactly what you want. So when the direct happened for the Pokemon games, I kind of dwindled off, and everything since. Since the direct, which fans take as bad news, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed no Z moves being announced. I've enjoyed uh, no Mega Revolutions being announced, and I'm enjoying the fact that now you can't just bring in your entire team from every other game, and you have to use what's in this region. I enjoy that as well. 
And the reason is, is because of the balancing issues. And I still don't believe that this game will be balanced in the slightest, but it's got a better chance than all the other games now. Yeah. And well, I'm not and surprised about... No, go ahead. I was just going to say, too, that they, the other thing that it, this does is that by the time Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, the 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 games were like and even sun and moon like like they were approachable as far as like on the surface right like like people were wanting to come back to these games but then they were coming back and they were like oh what the hell like what is this what is all of this like this is the most complicated convoluted like it it's crazy how complicated the the game has become and like that is not approachable in the least, and so they really need to they they like they needed to simplify it at some point so that people could actually not feel insanely overwhelmed when they get into the game. And so I think that this I, I think it's good. Like you said, can you imagine if all of a sudden like all right now make sure that you bring in like mega stones and also like a Z ring and like let's make sure that oh by the way you can now do dynamaxing. And then, of course, there's these weird rumors of like gigamaxing or whatever. Like, it's it, it's crazy. So they needed to they needed to simplify it. And I think it's a good right. So G- G- Gary, if you, if you have to bug out, go ahead. That's that's fine because we'll we'll be talking about predictions next. And I know you didn't have any. I'm actually yeah. going to run pretty quick too here, but I, like we'll. Okay. I, I've got I've got work in the morning, but yeah. Yeah. So before we go there, I wanted to. Say I'm not su- I'm not surprised that there's no mega evolutions because again if they don't have the time to model 850 uh, Pokemon they won't have the time to model more models because the mega forms are different models. Yeah, and yeah. there was there was a Nintendo voice chat poll in the f- in the Facebook for in the Nintendo voice chat forums page on Facebook. I think that's how that's explained um asking does this affect your dis- buying decision i think it was like 93 percent said no i'm buying it anyway yeah yeah so yeah it's the vocal minority that's here's the vocal. thing though jesse is the, here's the tricky part with that though is that those like the 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 people that this upsets the most are the are the biggest fans Right, like that's the hardest part. I think is right. that like the people who are actually upset about it are the ones that have something to lose. Like people who have been saving their Pokemon and transferring them from system to system since the very beginning of this. I guess technically it would be since Ruby since, and Sapphire on the Game Boy Advance, right? Because that was there was a cutoff at that point. But, right. But, was, I don't. Yeah, they didn't, I don't think they had any way to import Gen twos up, but Gen threes could be put into Gen fours, and then from there they yeah. could be right. put into bank. But that's like over 15 years of like Pokemon accumulation. And so like I, I totally empathize with the people who are upset about this and, and that this was, they were so like, let's be real. We were sold, sold a bill of goods as far as like we were told that we were going to get past our children, our Charizard to our grandchildren. And that there were, there were certain assumptions that came with that and they've gone back on some of those. And so I think that. I think that that's totally understandable for anybody to be upset about that too. So, yeah. Anyways, right. So, po- poker rant over. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. 
Zach, right, before I'll... you go, I wanted to, you were looking for a horror game. One that stood out for me at E3 was The Sinking City. I think it's an indie game, but it looked pretty, check that one out. They got it on the Nintendo YouTube channel. Okay. That what one looked pretty it? creepy. Nice. I, I'm all about like weird, creepy stuff. The, there was a game on the, on the Wii U that I never really, I played the demo. Well, shoot, what was it? The, it was, it was that Fatal Frame game. I never actually got around to playing it, but um, yeah. the demo of that was really great. So This one grabbed my attention. I'm not really one to jump at the horror games, but this one... Oh, dude, it's Lovecraft. Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. That comes out soon. Oh, no, it's, a, on, it's everywhere else is soon, and then Switch is just a 2019. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I definitely will keep an eye on that. Cool. Well, I'm going to have to duck out, so enjoy the rest of the podcast, guys. I'll catch you next week. Oh, yeah, no, I won't. Week after, sorry. I'm going to have to bail out, too. I've got I've, uh, I've got to check check out as well. Um, yeah, any any other, like, before I bail out, any, like, is there anything else that I... Because it, it's been fun to be here, guys. It's, it's been a good time. It was awesome that you came on. I'm sure there's a lot of... Uh, Nintendo dad fans who are thrilled that you showed. <laughs> yeah, I need to, I need to, I need to make more, um, guest appearances. <laughs> I need to, I just need to do this more often. It feels good to be back. It's, it's, it's nice to, it's, I, I don't have enough of this in my life. So thanks everybody for, uh, for, for indulging me while, I, while I've been here. So right on. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Hopefully catch you soon, Zach. Yeah. All right. Take care. Right. Thanks. So quick, quickly before you guys go on to your uh, predictions, my predictions this year before before E three was um, really hard to think of, and that's why I never did any predictions. I couldn't honestly think of anything. I was like, Nintendo's at a place right now. I don't know what they could what they could possibly uh, do. Um. So my my predictions before I went in was that there would be no new Nintendo franchise shown, which I think is correct. Is that right? Other than uh, Breath of the Wild 2? Well, um, it's not a new franchise. Yeah, it's not a new franchise, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I meant like new game from, from their franchises, sorry. Uh, like new game as a whole. I think that it was only that, wasn't it? There was, there was a new game from Nintendo. Jesse gone. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rearranging my windows, so yeah, yeah, I took my camera off. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think Nintendo had any other new games really, apart from that. Uh, my predictions going in were pretty much that we're just going to get release dates and expanded looks on what we already know. Um, that there would be no real new game from any of Nintendo's major first parties. That Animal Crossing would be delayed, and I'm gutted that I never said that to you guys because that that came true. Um, for the best, don't get me wrong, it's for the best, yeah. but still. Mega Dragon asks if Astral Chain counts, but I think you know, that we already knew about that. I think he was talking about new stuff we didn't new, know. New, yeah, like, like new, new that hadn't been previously announced. And uh, I predicted that Banjo Kazooie would not be there, but Minecraft Steve would. Um, obviously, wrong with that one. And I think everyone that said that. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, 
Yeah, well, yeah. Other than that, I don't think I don't think there was too much more that I thought about. Um... Oh no yeah, more no, Heroes I... Three count. Oh no, see no, they're not really Nintendo though. They're some of them are Nintendo published, but they're not really Nintendo. Um, so you're just referring to Nintendo developed games. Developed, yeah. And uh, my other prediction was that there would be nothing of Metroid, which which there wasn't anything of Metroid at all. Uh, I re- I really think that we need to lay this rumor of the the trilogy HD collection to rest now because every year we've been getting the same rumor and it's just not happening. So I think it's time for that to go away now. It's, it's the new Mother Three rumor. Uh, it really is, isn't it? Because Mother <laughs> Three hasn't been said for the last like couple now, but Metroid Prime trilogy HD collection has. Uh, I think there's more chance of Mother 3 being completely <laughs> honest with you guys. <laughs> um, so my takeaways from uh, from E3 were Keanu Reeves, uh, Kick-Ass Grannies, and Lying Down Dogs. And I don't know if that's a good three <laughs> things to, to have, but that you know, that's E3 in a nutshell. You're breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is the best. That was the best thing that happened in the entire of E3 was... That heckle, the charming heckler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was awesome. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll catch you in two weeks' time, and uh, I'll have to listen back to this episode to see who got what right, because I missed the predictions show as well. So I'll catch you guys in a bit, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks, right. Gary. Have Thanks, good, Gary. Have a good day. Okay. Uh, give me one minute here. I'm trying to fix a face real quick. Now that we only have one person left, <laughs> and makes for good radio. <laughs> you, want, you want me to go ahead? Okay, and get, go All right, ahead I got prediction? it. Okay. okay, so so back it was three weeks ago. Episodes two thirty one. We 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 did our our predictions. So I'll start on the bottom because of the list and I'll scroll it up. So we'll start with, we'll start with Tim's and then we'll uh, just kind of quickly go over what the prediction was and if it was right or wrong or a parcel, like some of, some of them will be. So <laughs> do you want Tim, me to read my own? <laughs> sure. You can read your own. <laughs> All right. So I'll start from the bottom. Like you said, so with my high predictions, none of them came true, obviously so they're high. I said unexpected EA and Nintendo collaboration. That was basically a wish. Uh, Ubisoft will announce a new Prince of Persia game that has Switch exclusive hooks and DLC with Zelda. Uh, another one was Bethesda will announce a Switch exclusive game. Yeah, I don't think and, they did. I think everything they announced was multi-console. Yeah. And then the last one was Mother Collection for Switch. And then the bonus would be announced by Reggie as a parting gesture. <laughs> so none of those came true then my medium um, ones were first bullet would be Nintendo won't be on Microsoft stage unless there will be a Nintendo game on Xbox that did that did come true they weren't there because um, that my whole thing was that it was going to be very Microsoft Xbox focused and they yep. wouldn't want to give anybody else any time so no, which makes sense. So one point. Uh, so yeah, you got a point. Uh, Bowser will announce Odyssey D- DLC Shadow Drop. That didn't happen. Amiibo functionality announced at Treehouse for Mario Maker Two. That didn't happen. 
Uh, Bethesda will talk about Doom, which they did. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends about um, they did, but not for the Switch. Um, and it, and my prediction was gonna it was gonna be day and date with the Switch their their release for other consoles. So, but half point for that, that one. <laughs> um, Devolver will have a more awesome. Uh, we'll have more awesomeness coming and shadow drop Pedro. Uh, they did not shadow drop Pedro. It's coming out on my birthday, June 20th. Um, but I, I put I as a note, conference was different. It was yeah, awesome. So yeah, I put as a note, <laughs> this is debatable. So. Yes. It dep- depends on who watched it, I suppose. <laughs> so, so it was, I thought it was funny and just, you know, so half point for that one. <laughs> Uh, Square Enix will announce Tomb Raider games on Switch. That did not happen. And like Gary said, uh, no Metroid Prime trilogy, but mine was a little bit of a different twist. I actually was thinking that uh, Metroid Prime remasters would be announced in a slow roll le- leading up to uh, the Met- Metroid Prime 4 as, to po- as opposed to a one-drop trilogy. I still think that's gonna ha- that could possibly happen. Uh, I'm probably going to lean on that going forward. The next ones. I'm not going to say Metroid Prime Trilogy anymore. I'm just going to say the first Metroid Prime remastered, and then the others will come later. But that didn't happen. And then my easy ones were uh, new Smash characters announced and released. Uh, I said there would be two. One at the uh, at the time we called it Battle of the Best would be announced and released, and then another would be announced during the Direct. Um, they were both announced during the Direct. So it looks like I got a couple so, points for that. Yeah, so but, for the bullet, I called everything a half point, because you got basically two out of your four statements. Okay. Yeah, and the last part of that statement was one of those announcements would have been a Resident Evil character, which did not come true this time. Okay. So I got two and a half points total. Yes. All right. So I'll read Marty's. Uh, he also said Mother 3 remake for Switch. Uh, concept art for Metroid 4 would be shown. And Ubisoft will announce Mario plus Rabbids 2. So zero points there. New Joy-Con colors announced for Pokemon and or System Bundle. I don't think there was yet. 3DS game announced at Treehouse. Nope. Apex Legends announced and released. Nope. Between three, nope. Smash DLC two will be Steve and three announced from Tekken. So uh, nothing. <laughs> and then release dates from Animal Crossing, Luigi Mansion three, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and Link's Awakening. He got three out of the four because we did not get a date for Luigi's Mansion three, and that's going to sting all of us. <laughs> so, so he got yes. three quarters of a point. all right i'll read justin's for you all right all right so starting from the bottom his high one was mario content in aco assassin's creed odyssey which was another of his predictions (laughs) which is so nope yep all right so and then the medium ones cadence of hyrule shadow dropped um that I, that was one I joked about with you guys on Tuesday. Could is there a shadow drop window? <laughs> you know, because it was it came out on the indie day that they had today, which is thirteenth. Yeah, right? well, 
Yeah, they they announced it to be a, a release in two days. Um, yeah, I, half point for that. Okay. <laughs> and then the next one was no Metroid mentioned, so got the point for that. Uh, Pikmin trailer announced for 2020. Nope. Overwatch announced for Switch. Assassin's Creed Odyssey announced. Ubisoft Nintendo collab that isn't Rabbids. Paladins, Realm Royale Shadow Dropped, Apex Legends announced but not released, and Super Mario Bros. 2 skin in the missing style in Super Mario Maker 2 and paid DLC for Splatoon 2 announced at the Battle of the Best. None of those things came true. One that you had marked for discussion was no 3DS software will be announced. So my question was, did he mean only at the Nintendo events or in total? Because if in total, he'll get the point because we have the Atui collection announced. Right. Yep. So I'm not that sure one. what his intention was, but so let's we can yeah. give him the point. So he's up to two and a half now. Okay. All right. And then Wait, no, no 3DS off the world will be announced. So he didn't get the point because no. <laughs> so. He's still at one and a half. Okay. So, yeah, he was saying no 3DS software will be announced. If he's saying at the Nintendo show, then that would have been correct, because no 3DS software would have been announced. Right. But he's not here to defend himself, so. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So, easy. Uh, his easy selections were SNES games will be announced. That was a no. Release dates for Animal Crossing, yes. Luigi's Mansion 3, no. And Link's Awakening, yes. So and then two thirds of a point. Smash character announced during Battle of the Best and third during Direct. Not released yet. So he got like a what point two five there. Yeah, so I got that I, one. well half, half yeah, half point for getting this the third DLC during the direct. Okay. And then uh the one that you had the question Microsoft partnership with Nintendo Shadow Drop of Sea of Thieves and Ori on Switch. And I said Ori wasn't shadow dropped, but was announced. Okay. So maybe what half point for or for that? Ori was announced for Switch. Yes. Oh, I no, missed, yeah, I missed that one. I thought I it was. saw Ori. <laughs> I saw Ori for the Xbox, but I didn't know it was. Switch. Yeah. So okay, so you got three point one or three point two points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then mine said, "Okay, this a classic system of some sort will be announced. Uh, not for Nintendo, but they did announce PC Engine Mini. <laughs> I'm not going to count yes, that. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was thinking more Nintendo. Okay, then between all of the press events, not including Nintendo's, I think there'll be six or more significant Switch titles." Justin and I did debate about this on Tuesday, and he said he said that he'd give me the let me have the point because I think I I ended up counting five, but he thought of one or two that I missed. So, and I don't I don't have the list of all those games off the top right right here, but so he said he'd give me that point. Okay, I agreed too. Okay, Pokemon Sword and Shield will get a minor mention in the direct without showing evolutions of starters. So yes, it did. Though I think they'll be shown at some point during the treehouse. That did not happen. So, half point. Because that was all one bullet. 
Okay. Yep. Amiibo support in Mario Two, Mario Maker Two. We already know that's not not happening. My my prediction about Smash DLC Two being a Microsoft character and revealed at the Microsoft press event. So that's a no on both accounts because DLC two is Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't specify any DLC I, I pinpointed, so I'm I'm counting that zero. If so I didn't say anything about DLC three. Right. Okay. New arcade archives games will drop during E3 week, similar to Donkey Kong last year. I saw in this morning's PR that Solomon's Key was was released, but it was released last year. So that's a no. Uh, okay. So what am I up to? Am I, still, am I, I lost. Am I still at one of the half points? Okay. We will get release dates for at least three of the following five. Animal Crossing. Yes. Bayonetta 3. No. Link's Awakening. Yes. Luigi's Mansion 3. No. Town. No. So I only got two out of the five. So since I the way I worded that, I'm okay with just saying no points because I, or I don't know. I'd say, I'd say you get the point two five like you did the others. Okay. So then, last new some new company partnership between Microsoft and and, and Nintendo will be revealed. Um, no, they really didn't. So I expect X Cloudish will be. The next thing, but it wasn't revealed at E3. So I think after all that, I thought I had more than that. I guess not. So I only got about 1.75 points. I thought I had, I thought I was uh, ended up winning, but I guess Justin ended up winning. Yeah, one and a half, right? One and a half plus the three. Plus, it was 0. 0.25 for each game, right? So. Well, no, point, point well, I. I said I said five games, so point two for each game. So it puts me at one point eight. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so Justin got three point two points, and I think he won. And then yes. Tim was runner up at two and a half. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm glad okay, glad E three is over. Looking forward <laughs> to next year. <laughs> yes, it gives you three hundred sixty five days to rest. <laughs> yeah, or, or at least until minus the next a week. <laughs> yes, yes, minus a week. <laughs> okay, let me get set up for the outro since we normally don't have to talk and audio. All right. Oh yeah. All right. So we're we're I'm I'm so not used to closing. I'm don't even know where to start here. <laughs> so th- we thanks to our Patreon producers. Chris Mears, John Blanco, Dave Ernsberger, and Mr. Tim, Tim Off. Uh, uh, we're on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. Wait, 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 Jesse. Jesse, huh? we got to stop the music. Did I miss something? Yes. We have to announce the E3 voucher winner. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It, we actually have two uh, winners that we have to announce. One for the E3 Nintendo Dads voucher, 
where you, the winner for this Nintendo Dad's voucher, game voucher, will get to pick any game that they want. Uh, they just got to let us know, and then we'll be, be able to purchase, purchase it for them. And I think if it's Justin said on Tuesday, for the Tuesday winner, it could be digital or physical. So we've got that winner to give, uh, to, to announce. And that one I drew is Antonio Contranillo. And congratulations. I have emailed. Yes, congratulations. And I will be following up with you on that win, uh, winning. And, and then also we have the drawing for May's Patreon subscribers for the $25 gift card. Because at E3 we had we hadn't been able to announce it yet, but uh, like last week or this week, uh, or now we're doing it. So, and that person who won that is Chris Mears. So congratulations to you on that. So sorry to interrupt you and stop you no from doing the end credits there, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm thinking of something else I wanted to add, but now I'm forgetting what I th- said. Anyway, um, the show is crazy to begin with, so why not stop this, the, it, the outro? Right. <laughs> okay, let's start this up again. Okay, um, for for as little as a dollar, if you're able, you can uh, help us help us out with at Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Dads to help support us. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So check uh, at Nintendo Dads everywhere. If you can send us an email at Nintendo Dads at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, which some. She, I think she's a little dusty, but uh, you see if you want to call in, that still works. Voicemail number is 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. And we have merchandise available at tiny.cc slash store at the Redbubble store. Thanks to OC Remix for the music we use, and thanks to... Uh, Adam and I don't remember who the other artist was. Um, Miss, Miss Johnson, sorry if I don't remember your first name for art. Uh, I'm ready for bed. Are you? Good anyway, night. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Nintendo Dads. Please understand.